0: Welcome to the Insurance Guy podcast. From sales to insurance advice, we discuss ways to protect your business and grow it. Make sure to like and share this podcast. And don't forget to check us out at theinsurers.ca for all your business insurance needs. And here's your host, Mr. On. Ladies and gentlemen, today we're going to be discussing an extremely controversial topic. And no, we're not talking about Donald Trump. We're going to be discussing the real estate in the GTA. And for that, I have an expert with me. That
1: was very really
0: dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> the world's not in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I got a good friend with me, um, my buddy Esan. And uh, he's been in the real estate game for uh, six years, going on to a seven, really successful guy. And uh, there's two main topics we're going to be touching base on today. The first is we're going to just have a quick discussion on um, the foreign buyer's tax that's currently in place or in Vancouver. And they're planning to bring it in the GTA in Ontario. Um, and the second thing is that a lot of my buddies and friends are getting into real estate because that's the new hot thing to do. Um, uh, we, you know, we're going to talk about the issues that you had when you first started off in the GT. Uh, I mean, in the real estate game, yep. uh, the struggles you had, and what it took for you to, what strategies you're applying to get to where you are today, and uh, the strategies you're applying to get to where you want to be in the next uh, two to three years. So, yeah. So tell, so tell us, how did you get started in the real estate field? Yeah, that's, that's
1: a good question. I think. Um, <laughs> Obviously, uh, everyone everyone thinks that I had this like you know big story as to you know how I got in and how I persevered and whatnot. But mm. the truth is, it kind of happened by fluke. So <laughs> there's no there's no real motivated motivational story behind how I got in. So that's
0: like the start of every whole yeah, story. Yeah, there's, there's
1: it no happened by fluke. <laughs> there's no like you know Bill Gates story or Warren Buffett story. So it just happened by fluke. To be honest with you, I mean. Um, for those that don't know, I was uh, I'm an accountant by profession, and uh, I used to work at KPMG uh, a few years ago nice. uh, as an accountant, and uh, that was that was my my profession, that was my my dream job. And uh, what ended up happening was, um, to be perfectly honest with you, uh, I I ended up getting fired. Okay, right. So desperate times call for desperate measures, and uh, I talked to my dad about it uh, as to what I should be doing and. I did a few things in between after I got laid off and until I got into real estate. Mm. But uh, there was a point in time where you know, I kept applying for jobs and nothing was coming through. So my father said, you know what, why don't you look into something where you, know, you don't have to pay a lot of overhead. Mm. Um, there's not a big capital cost. Uh, you, know, you can be flexible in your hours and the way you schedule your timings. And I was like, well, what is that? I, mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, Can you give me an advice or mm. some, some uh, knowledge on that? and uh, he had a couple of friends who were in the real estate industry and uh, he said, you know, you should get into real estate and I had no plans of doing it at all but I took my exams because I had nothing else to do so I was sitting at home doing nothing. Did my exams within four months I had my license and that's pretty much how I got in and and from there it just kind of took off. You know, I'm still not where I I want to be but I have seen improvements and hopefully in the future I can get to where I want to be.
0: So there was never a time where you were in university or school or you were a student of the trade or anything of the sort where you said, well, oh, I want to become a realtor or anything of the sort. It just happened because of, like you said, out of necessity. Out of circumstances, right? Right. And so you got into real estate. You, you studied it. You studied it for four months, got your license, and you got out in the field with the biggest hopes and dreams, I'm sure. And yeah. how long did it take for you to nail your first sale? It took me about four months. To so make
1: my first deal, right? And I made about four hundred dollars. Four hundred bucks on your
0: first, deal. On first okay. deal. right? In real estate, yeah. you don't get paid when you close when you when you make the sale. That's when the closing happens. When the right? closing happens, yeah. Okay. So it, it was a rental deal,
1: okay. and a friend of mine called me up and asked me to rent out uh, one of his uncle's houses. Okay. And so I did that, and I mean the commissions these days, uh, you know, because the house prices are so high. You know, the, the commissions for a sale is pretty high, but obviously for rental it's, it's just a half month rental, but for me I was happy, it was my first deal, and my first accomplishment. Right. And it kind of gave me that hope that, you know what, this can kind of carry on to
0: bigger this and better things. Right? Yeah. So. so how okay? So you got in the field, you made your first sale, how, how did people find out that you became a realtor? Were you cold calling? Did you send out flyers? Did you send out emails? Did you hand out business cards on the corner of the street? What did you do? Yeah, sit on the corner. No <laughs> <laughs> you
1: surprised. You <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, I, I didn't stand in the corner. <laughs> Maybe I should have done that. But, but uh, you know, I started off with my my community. Okay, uh, I've got a I've got a good good base in my community, and what? they're pretty helpful with things like these. You know, you know when they see somebody coming in or trying to open up their business or entering an industry, mm. they want to help them out. And so I had a few of my. My close friends and family that I started off with you know I told them that I was in the business and they gave me an opportunity mm. and then ever since then, I've just kind of worked through a referral network you know so I've been you know referred to past clients you know I've helped people buy and sell homes again to repeat clients okay. um, I did the the cold calling and door knocking initially in my first year or so, yeah but it didn't really fit my personality, right? And I felt that there was a better and more efficient way of doing business. And I'll get into that into the next few questions as to what I do now, yeah, you know, yeah, compared to what
0: the, the industry traditional marketing right, techniques right. are. Yeah. So you started off. So in your first year, is it safe to say you got one? One uh, you closed one deal. In my first six months, I closed one deal. Okay. Um, yeah, in, in my first year, I think maybe two or three. Two or three. Okay. Yeah. And you know, to be honest and to share be completely open and transparent with them, how much did you make in your first year as a realtor when you first started off? Probably gross about twenty thousand. Twenty thousand. That's so, gross, right? So <laughs> so you know, before they take out the taxes and yeah, all yeah. that, uh, that may leave you with like maybe five dollars. Yeah. Well there's uh, no there's no tax. already in the, the low bracket so there's well, no, <laughs> no taxes, so yeah. So the so people who are jumping in the real estate game they're who have these like big high hopes and dreams and opening up their own brokerage or whatever the case is? Yeah. Um, it's clear the fact that when you first start off, it's you have to be ready. You have to be embracing the the struggle, which is going to be. You're not going to make six figures in the first year, or very unlikely that you're going to make six figures in the first year.
1: Yeah. I mean, yes or no? Yes and no? I think for me it was like that, but I've seen a lot of people in my brokerage who are just talented, who have sales, you know, uh, have a sales background, who just, who know how to speak, who know how to communicate. And, you know, in their first year, they've been able to make six figures. Wow, I right? was the wrong sales. So, <laughs> and, and these guys, you know, and they push hard, and I've seen them in my brokerage, they push hard, they, they work hard, and so good on them. But I've seen other people as well that it kind of takes time, so that right. was where I was, it took me time, because I never had a sales background. Right. I actually hated sales. Okay. It was always out of my comfort zone. Okay. And it kind of still is, but I've learned to become that sales representative, salesperson, okay. and that kind of led me to believe that, you know what, you can't let people tell you who you are and who you're not, because okay. you can do whatever you want, right. and that's the problem. If you get labeled, like I'm a quiet, I'm known as a quiet person or, or reserved like, person. Like a work Yeah, okay. and, and I had somebody come to me uh, when I got my license, and he looked me dead in the eye, and he said, oh, I don't think this is gonna work out for you. All right? Oh, okay. Was well, this is a friend or somebody new? This was a friend. Okay, this was a friend, and his words, you know, meant a lot because he was somebody of influence. And it's funny because today he's one of my biggest clients. So wow. <laughs> okay. You know, so okay. just so, so that you don't have you don't have to listen to people. You can do whatever you want. Right. You
0: have people Amazing. So you stuck with it. You said you weren't a salesman. How did you? Did you start studying stuff? Did you attend? Uh, seminars or did you start following like these big guru- gurus that you'll see on Facebook promoting their stuff and uh, online and things yeah. of that nature did you start, did you enroll in any courses to help you become a better communicator, a better presenter or anything of like yeah, that? Yeah, I, I did all
1: that so I did, the, did all the training and, and, and the seminars but I think it's going back before that mm. and I'm going to kind of get into something where people don't like to, to enter that okay. uh, goes back to your faith right? okay. so you and I, like we, we follow, we follow a specific faith, and mm-hmm. I think it goes back to your faith. And I had a lot of belief in, in in God that you know if you keep believing in what you're doing, you know, he'll help you out. Yeah. And I think we forget to, to thank the, the person who is behind everything. Right. So whether you're a believer or, or a non-believer, for me, it was you know I had to go back to who's it, somebody who is actually driving this for me and I, rever- I, 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 you know, I went back to that uh, part of my life nice. and he kind of showed me, okay, there is a way and so now, you know, I believe that he put all these things in front of me so now I knew, okay, to become a successful realtor, I have to go to the training. I had to enter a sales course and that's exactly what I did. So from faith, it went to, okay, now what can I do to become better? And so what I did was I, and, I joined a training uh, company, okay. a coaching company. Okay. Uh, Real estate focus, okay. And it was that training. Do you you want to share with you guys? uh, Yeah, there's 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 a bunch. So there's Buffini, If you're entering the real estate industry, you can join Buffini and Company. You can join Tony Tony Robbins. There's uh, a Ferry, Tom Ferry, uh, Mike Ferry. These are all fantastic real estate coaches, right? Right. And so my recommendation would be, if you are getting into the business, you can't do it alone. You know, you should take some sort of uh, training program. on top of the on top of the training you're getting through your brokerage, um, you should leverage off of other programs uh, so that you can become you know successful in your field. Wow. Oh,
0: okay. So there was an education aspect. Yeah. But the education aspect for you came after after the part that you after faith. So yeah. It all runs back to that. So you know, even though people said, "Hey, listen, you can't do it. You're an introvert," yeah. you have that level of faith in you yeah. to be able to look at. You know, look at uh, you know higher purpose than yes. just being than you know the people, the naysayers. Yeah. And for that part of it was for you to go and get the education, the skills, exactly. or develop the skills to be able to yes. do this job, or do this uh, profession properly. Yes. Okay. So now, advice to the new guys who are starting off on this field. Um, what's the first thing you want to tell them? Is what should they be ready for?
1: I think the first thing you got to do is leverage your brokerage, right? So what that means is. The you brokerage know. is important, like the one you join. Yeah, the one you join. Make sure you join the right brokerage. We have a fantastic broker essentially 21 Innovative. Uh, shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for the guys listening, uh, oh, good. some Sam- Mohammed, Sabri uh We have an office in Ajax uh, led by Zakir Hussein and uh, Ahmed Mian. I mean, they're all fantastic, successful realtors and businessmen. <laughs> um, if you want to become a realtor, if you want to be a good realtor, definitely reach out to them, and uh, they will help you out a lot. So that's number one. Right. Um, Training is important. Okay. Uh, as in, as a realtor or as a person who's getting into the industry, you have to be willing to invest money in yourself. All right. So forget about the marketing, right? Forget about the business cards, the flyers. Number one is investing in yourself. Okay. Right. You know, whatever it takes, invest in yourself by you know joining a training program. Okay. Right. You know, your brokerage will offer you coaching programs. Our brokerage, for example, offers Tony Robbins coaching program. Wow. Okay. It doesn't okay. cost a lot. Right? Right. But sometimes people shy away from that cost because they feel that it's going to impact the bottom line. But in reality, that's going to help you get ahead from the rest of the crowd. Right. So training is number two. Right. Right. Number three is keep persevering. Right. There are times in the past where, you know, I struggled and I felt like giving up. Just two days ago, I was showing a client a house. We must have showed her, showed her like 50 homes. Right. And yesterday, it came to a this thought came to my mind, like, you know what? I don't think this is going to work out with this client. Like, it's just, it's just getting to a point where it's it's not happening, and literally, you know, there comes that breaking point, right? Right. And if you stop there, then you've given up. But after that breaking point, if you take one step further, right, that's where success comes. Mm. And literally, an hour later, I got a call from an agent saying that we have an offer. You know, we're willing to we're willing to give it to you for this price, and it all worked out. Wow. Right? But
0: if you if you had given into that yeah. into that the negativity, sort of saying that hey. Um, you know that it's it's uh, it's not going to work out or I can't do this anymore yeah. thing you would have lost the deal and that would have been the biggest uh yeah
1: it's like that story I'm, I'm not sure if you read Thinking Grow Rich but um
0: I, I'm I'm listening to it on
1: Audible right yeah, so now there, there, right there, there was a guy that uh, he had I think it was Thinking Grow Rich where he had a backyard mm-hmm. and in the backyard um, he had a gold mine <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. so he kept digging and digging and digging yeah and he couldn't find. It, there was no gold there, so he kind of gave up and he sold the land to somebody else. The person who bought it, they put one shovel in the ground and they heard something. Right. And that was that was gold. That was, was gold. <laughs> so if, if he had done, if he had, you know, taking maybe one or two extra minutes to keep shoveling, right, he would have got that. So that's what it comes out. There, there's that frustrating breaking point. If you can pass that, I think the next step is success. Probably.
0: So, yeah, regarding the uh, training for, you know, if you want to get into the real estate field or anything of the sort, you know, that's the end of that part. Now, we're going to quickly just jump up, jump into this foreign tax uh, news that's flying, over, flying across, you know, all the news uh, outlets and things of that nature. So, what's happening with the real estate market these days with the, uh, the, the taxing the foreign buyers? Um, well, I think they haven't
1: taxed anybody yet. It's just, uh, it's, they're just considering it or reconsidering it. So that this was in it, Ontario. This is in Ontario, yeah. But in Vancouver, in Vancouver they did it, okay. right? And so some people will say, well, it led to a decline in home sale prices. Or sorry, home sales <laughs> in Vancouver. But others will say, well, no, it's it's actually due to supply and demand. And right? so there's kind of two schools of thought, right? Okay, so the, okay. The fact is that supply is low, and you know sellers are reluctant to sell uh, in that market, and that could be a reason that's driving up prices. Okay. Um, You know, the BC Premier obviously thinks that, you know, taxing the foreign buyers is the reason why, you know, things are going to be better, or that prices have declined. But it's kind of funny because she was saying that, now that the foreign buyers are being taxed, these homes can be bought by BC locals. Has the the price dropped down to an affordable home? Not that much. I mean, yeah, now that the BC owners can, can find or buy a house, it's still too expensive. So, like, what is the average? Like, over a mil? Not over right? a mil, but I was looking at the latest numbers in Vancouver. It was, I think, uh, 936,000.
0: So, you're, right? still, you're still ranging around a mil for yeah, yeah. for mm-hmm. a new couple, yeah. newly married couple yeah. earlier on in their career. That's yeah. still a highly, probably an unlikely yeah. scenario. So, how much of an impact the
1: tax has actually had? You know, there's numbers out there, but it's still not. Firm numbers, okay. and even in Toronto, like if you're asking me how it's going to impact Toronto, mm. that was your next question. Yeah, that was, you just <laughs> took the question right out of my mouth, actually. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> if you're asking me how it's going to impact, well, first of all, it hasn't happened yet. It might not even happen. Okay. Right. Uh, secondly, it's funny because we don't actually know the actual percentage of foreign buyers, right? Some people say it's 3%, some people say it's more than that. You know, we're hovering around. From what I know, it's, it could be on the low end, right? And so let's just say if it is three percent, that not that much compared to right. uh, you know the. It's the not going
0: to bring it corrected to a percentage where again, yeah. houses are going to be affordable for the for the regular population yes, exactly. So I don't know how much of
1: an impact I, I don't think it's going to have that much of an impact if right. you ask me, um, but obviously the government thinks otherwise. And if you ask me, I mean, real estate has been one of the driving factors for the economy in right. this country, right. right? City especially, right? And so everyone out suffer their best interest and I think there could be other methods of maybe stabilizing the market. In, in my opinion, rather than taxing investors, I think the government should be more focused on helping first-time home buyers mm. enter the market. That should be okay.
0: what the focus should be. I like that. Yeah. So guys, if you have any additional questions for Isan uh, over here, how can they reach out to you, reach out to you for any questions? Um, you
1: can call me uh, at, my, at my number. Uh, my office number is 416 298 8383. I'm with Century 21 Innovative Realty. My email is essen.reza at century21.ca. Uh, you can, I guess, add yeah, that in your description. Absolutely. And uh, you can hit me up on Facebook, just search my name, or Instagram. And my Instagram contact is uh, SNR786. Do you got Instagram? Yeah, all the, kids, all the kids use it now <laughs> I, don't have app, I don't have Snapchat Oh, you're missing out Yeah, I don't know how to use that <laughs> yeah, And Twitter, I've got to get on the Twitter thing as
0: well Oh, uh, really? Yeah, I have Twitter but I'm, I'm, surprised it, I'm, su- I'm surprised you have Instagram but not Twitter Yeah, uh, check out my page And uh, <laughs> you got a podcast as
1: well Oh well, yeah, it's a podcast yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I started a podcast And over 3,000 downloads so far In just three weeks and uh, it's going well. So thanks for the support, everybody. And I interviewed on last week on that podcast. He was a guest of mine. Yeah. And that one got a lot of. It views was the best most. podcast ever. It was okay. Out of all of his podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it,
0: it, it was the reason why I, I, I broke two thousand dollars. No, but thanks for coming. On. It, was yeah, it was fun, dude. Thanks so much for coming by Thank and uh, you. sharing your information and uh, guys again if you want to get in touch with Esen look him up on Facebook and also make sure to go and download his, subscribe to his podcast um, and Edson was a uh, podcast real estate podcast yes. that's the name and uh, yeah reach out to him he's got yeah. tons of information and uh, He's uh, been in the field. he's got the experience, and the you know the professionalism to back it up. Um, make sure to give him a call for any of your real estate uh, needs. All right, guys, control. yeah, okay.
1: absolutely. Um, if you are an aspiring realtor, um, give me a call, and I can connect you with the right people. Um, I think in this business it's not about the competition, but if you need assistance, need help, I'm more than happy to help you out, and I can connect you with the right people uh, in our brokerage. Awesome, all right, guys, take care.
0: And join us next time.